Maisha Marefu, which of course is Swahili for cheers, and uh, Marisha Marefu, Chris. Maisha Marefu, Mark, and uh, and listeners, um, that's a that's a good one. Tongue twister, that one. It is a bit, but if you put on a um, Swahili African accent, it, it sounds much nicer. Uh, oh, I tried to do uh, my Afrikaans accent a few podcasts ago. It wasn't pretty. No. No, but welcome anyway to the world's best podcast about New Zealand gin. Um, and uh, on this uh, on this podcast, we talk about New Zealand gin. And and really only New Zealand. Well, I say we talk about New Zealand gin. We talk about lots of things. Um, gin just happens to be the kind of the thing that glues it all together, I think. Well, and this... You take the other episode, the weeks about when it sort of you know split us apart, and we had to go to counselling to well, get um, yes. our differences on on the world's best gin, and which uh, you thought was all right. I thought it was good. Anyway, let's not relive the past. As, no. uh, well, I mean that that's what the uh, um, the specialist said to me. The you know yeah. counsellor, I should say. Sorry, yeah. let go and let live or something. I don't know. Um, anyway, you've been uh, you were away last time, so I had to do with was. Nick. Um, how were your travels? Uh, intense, um, but good. Um, lots of highlights. So I, I was in London. I was in Cambridge. I was in Paris. I was in Rome. I was in Barcelona. I was in a little town called Denia in Spain. Uh, then I was in Singapore. And then I was back in Tarra. Um So quite intense. Um, That's a lot, yeah. It was. But it was good fun. The I must say, I mean, it could just be the cheesy tourist thing, but sitting in Paris, eating snails, having a glass of beer on a, in a Paris cafe is is quite nice. Yeah. I, I, it's like Wellington on a good day, because actually no, eating snails, no, but eating snails, and, you know, who wants to do that? Yeah, well, I mean, snails are only good because they come with butter and pesto. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know the waiter comes out and they give you a little bit of bread. That's actually quite a lot of bread, um, and the food's quite cheap. And then Barcelona was really good. The um, I was sending you um, your Nick updates of um, alcohol prices. You were ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, the um, the five liters for six what was it six, six euros? Yeah, five liters. I don't know what it was, but it was twelve percent. You could run your car on that, well, you couldn't, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. It was 20%, wasn't it? It's yeah. Something not, like, yeah, I don't know what it was, what it tasted like. Um, but, yeah, yes, um, I don't know if Spain has an alcohol problem, but they definitely um, have accessibility positives. Like, it was <laughs> just cheap. Um, and I bought two gins back from Spain. And although we only do New Zealand gin, we're going to try Spanish gin, aren't we? We are, and yep. it's not going to be representative of, of all Spanish gin because, no. like New Zealand, they have a wide variety of prices. Um, but, yeah, we'll definitely do that in a future podcast. But in this podcast, we're sticking to New Zealand because that's what it says on the tin. We are, and interestingly enough, um, you, you spent a bit of time in Cambridge, didn't you, in the UK? I did. Well, I revisited. Um, so I used to live there. Yeah. And then I... Um, yeah, we went back for the day, which was really nice. Um, I still remember my way around, even though it's been 20 years. Well, just to confuse our listeners, we've actually got a gin from the Cambridge Distillery, 
but this is a New Zealand Cambridge and not, you know, yes. the UK Cambridge. But named after the um, British Cambridge. I'm sure. Indeed, yeah. Like everything. Um, and also, this Cambridge has a river running through it, except it's not quaint. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's quite big, in fact, and quite long. And um, although I have swum in it, it's not recommended. No, no. <laughs> Uh, so what's the gin, Chris? Well, uh, there's a story behind the gin, um, and this is a, a story that I'm not going to tell now, um, but basically it's named after a place uh, in Ireland, or Ireland. Uh, and the Republic, that is. not. Yes, the, uh... indeed. Um, and I'm not sure if I could pronounce it properly, but we're going to go with Nocnave. Uh, that, that could be wrong. Could be terribly wrong. Yeah, because Gaelic is really hard to pronounce. Like This isn't know. Gaelic, though. We've well, it could be. It. This is English. Are you sure? Yes. Mm. I googled it. Okay, well. Remember, remember I tried to pronounce it in um, in Gaelic. Oh, okay. Well, which is, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I'm still, I'm, I'm Nock Nave, and it's the 1862 dry gin. Yes. Nock meaning um, hill, of course. Of course. Uh, and no idea what Nave means. Uh, no, not a way. But, um, but not to be confused, so the Cambridge Distillery, they do a few gins. This is like one of their special limited edition gins. Um, yeah. Uh, what have we got? 85 to $90 pricing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd agree. Yep. 40, um, 41%. And they're calling it a Cambridge-style gin, not in London style. I think yes. Which well, so the, the story behind this gin is that <laughs> you're not going to tell. What well, no, I wasn't going to, I am going to tell. The story behind this gin was that the uh, the Cambridge Distillery founders, um, I think James and Will are the distillers. Um, they came across this recipe in an um, an old bookshop in Auckland, uh, and uh, it was a ancient um, chemistry book. Um, an ancient Irish chemistry book, I should say, and they came across this uh, gin recipe. Um, and so the 1862, I'm assuming that's when the book was published or from, yeah, when the recipe was. Um, and it's not fully true to the recipe because apparently it didn't make that nice a gin, but it's close to this recipe. It was inspired by the recipe, I should say, um, which means the botanicals in it are quite special and not something I've seen before. There's a few of the new ones there. Um, the other thing that I found special was the descriptions of it, which are, um, what's the word we use? Ponzi? Yeah, it could well be Ponzi. Uh, which is, is weird for Cambridge. It's a nod to tradition, but with a twist on modernity. Yeah, you lost me. Yeah. Um, the style is no longer wedded to a juniper-heavy blend, but can explore new flavours while still invoking the past. Well, talking of those flavours, the botanicals... Well, it's it's a gin, Chris, that sticks to tradition, but with the freedoms of exploration that come from experiencing new places, using classical botanicals and combining them in modern ways to take you on a journey from place to place. Exactly, which means... It's going to be a clean and balanced gin with top notes of grapefruit, juniper, chamomile and cardamom. And the, the crazy little things in here are... Um, Grains of Paradise. I don't even know what they are, but they're a type of That something. sounds like a drug, like a raver drug. Don't know. Uh, cucumber, um, calamus root, 
lemon myrtle, uh, angelica root, orange peel, and cardamom. Um, and I have bottle 10 from uh, batch three. Well, that's pretty good. And how would you describe the bottle, Chris? I noticed it's got a wax cap. Yeah. Like, that's quite cool. It is. It's it's beautifully, uh, you know, dipped wax cap that you have to kind of, you know, rip open to get into. And I really, you know, from a, from a kind of a... What should I call it? Point of view, the, uh, no, from an experience the... point of view, yeah, you know, I quite liked kind of opening it. It just had something a little bit more special than just kind of twisting off a cap or pulling out a cork. Well, you know, um, so quite enjoyed that. The bottle itself is quite weighty. It's, um, what should I say? It's got that kind of, you know, the coffin shape to it. So it's got a, a wider shoulders than it, you know, yeah. than the base. Um, like an optical illusion. Yeah. Um, it's would, it's it's a fine bottle, you know. I would say the neck looks a little bit short to grip properly if you're trying to bottle someone. Um, yeah, it depends on the size of your hands. I reckon it, it you know, it, it's my my little finger if I'm gripping it just strikes that you know slope strikes, sorry strokes the uh, the top of the bottle. So it's it's a four it's a four it's a three finger grip. Right, you've got the, yeah. yeah, you need to put. <laughs> but, it's, but it's weighty, you know. Yeah. All right, um, let's crack into it. Um, what are we doing? We are smelling it first. Because that's what we do. We do. Um, not to use words like mouthfeel. Well, not with your nose, anyway. <laughs> or um, I think it's definitely citrusy. It's that, yeah, orange peel I, I kind of get. Yeah. Lemony. Um, yeah. Thanks. Well, yeah, um, and this is this is where I get quite excited. Mm. Um. Oh, okay. So this is neat, by the way. We should say this. Yes, sorry. Yeah. Initial hits of citrus, definite. Not in a um, twelfth hour kefir or um. The uh, limoncello one we did. No. Um, but I, I would totally agree, citrus. Yeah, and, but then it disappears and you're just left with burning. Oh, I, I didn't get the burning flavour. That's interesting. Maybe I need to try that again. Um, no, I didn't get the, the burn. In fact, I'd say the opposite. I felt it was kind of, you got an initial kind of, maybe an initial kind of shock to the taste buds. But after that, it faded away into... I would happily drink this. In fact, I am happily drinking it. Okay, third third sip, and the um, citrus is lasting longer, and almost becoming more pronounced. Hmm, I like that. I like that. But is that not? I suppose I'm just looking for justification of why you didn't like my gin the other week. Um, is that not too flavorful? Um, the no. Oh, anyway. It's not anything like your chin. Um, what this isn't, though, is sweet, right? You don't get that no. sweetness that you get with the limoncello gin, which, yeah. which was nice. But you don't get the sweetness. No, no. Okay, I'll give you that. And, so, you know, citrus, I mean, citrusy, you know, yes, fine. Um, is it taking you on a journey? Um, I was thinking about that with gins, and it's like, the journey is actually with who you're drinking it with. Of course. Um, does it 
does it stick to, stick to tradition with freedoms of exploration that come from experiencing new places? I don't know about that. Um, and I don't know about the kind of the Irish, you know, the Irishness of it, what with it being a, you know ancient Irish recipe or thereabouts. But um, so far, I like it. Yeah, they um, suggest tasting it with martini or Negroni. Okay. Well, we're not going to do that on this podcast because we don't do that. No, we don't. We take our, uh, our gin how it's meant to be. Talking of which, um, your big ice cube. Big ice cube, you can hear there rattling away. I like a big ice cube. I'm still having uh, ice cubes. Um, you know, I, I, I do want to try the big ice cube. Um, and then pretty standard measure. Yep, your um, tonic this week, Chris. Uh, it is East Imperial. Ah, see, they actually recommend. I know. I'm on these shreps. They don't recommend that. No, no one recommends shreps. Well, I like it. Well, I also like the supermarket brand. Uh, they recommend the Fever Tree. Yeah. No, fine. Um, where was that one? Um. I love that sound. It's it's the kind of the it's the it's the clinking of the ice, which you you possibly don't get with the one big ice cube. I get it clinks on the side of the glass. Yeah, okay. Um, and then just the um, yeah, the tonic, and then I mean that smells interesting straight away. I think it loses some of the lemony smell, and something else comes to the surface. I'm not quite sure what, but. Um, fever tree refreshingly light tonic is what they recommend of course we don't do things by the book on this podcast um, huh. I'm it makes me think of 12th hour kefir not in terms of taste it doesn't yes it's not no. fun, it's citrusy it's citrusy I mean and not citrusy you know super sweet citrusy um, no I think it's almost got flavours in here that I don't recognise. <laughs> like, what was that? Um, mm. Brains of Paradise. Brains of Paradise. There we go. Um, I, I'm not quite sure what lemon and myrtle tastes like. Whether it tastes like lemon, I don't know. And calamus root. I, haven't, I don't think we've had calamus root before. Brains of Paradise is a plant that is related to ginger. Mm, don't get that. What I do get, though, is the crispness or the cleanness of cucumber it's do you not think it's also related to cardamom so they're almost mm. over cardamom mm. it imparts a pregnant black pepper like flavour with hints of citrus mm. so I really like this gin I'm just putting it out there <laughs> do you like love it or really like it um, this is in my top five really yeah Hmm. Yeah, I know. It's, I, it just speaks to me. I don't know what it is. I don't know whether it's the... the yeah, what, what is it? Because it's a good gin. And I'm not trying to get revenge for you not liking my other gin. Like, this is a good gin. The um, flavours are good. I like the citrus. Um, subtle. There's no... With the tonic, it's really... Um, 
matured. Mm. Not to use poncy words. I think, well, whenever I've had one of these, and it doesn't seem to, you know, I, I tend to always pour the same thing, I guess, but I get the same gin every single time. I know that might sound. No, I know that might sound. Yeah, you know, I know that sounds a bit weird, right? But sometimes you can pour a gin, you're like going, "Is that the same gin I had last time?" Um, or why does this gin taste like that gin? Or why are these two gins that I'm tasting the same when they're different? Um, but this, every time I have it, it's kind of like, "Yep, I'm getting the, I'm just getting the same thing." I like it. I, yes, my my one criticism of it. I'm sure I'll find more. It's too easy to drink. Oh, no, that's the best bit. It's like my um, limoncello gin. Um, you, I mean, it's like your limoncello, but for me, without the sweetness. Maybe that's yes. why I like it. Yeah. Um, I find this, inc- this... This is almost like a go-to. Like... You know, you know how we've talked in the past about your, you know, your different types of gin depending on the day of the week. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, um, I still really like, as we talk about myself, I really like sauce. I really like sauce gin. Petronas sauce is still one of the best we've had. Yeah, right. So I still and and you know, going, what's my favourite gin? It's sauce, uh, and, but I save sauce for like special occasions when I've done, you know. I think I, 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 I mean, you really I've, deserved it. When I've deserved it, yeah, I'm, I'm due a reward. You know, I'll go for that. This though is the gin. I still, I don't drink that much of because I like it that much. That if I did, it would become too commonplace. So I save this one as well. Okay. So how much of the Cadrona have you got there? Uh, none, because I've got a new bottle. And this I've got um, a gin and a half left, maybe two. Okay. Yeah, I. This hmm. is like this is like if I had a good day at work, you know, like yeah, Friday, home home from work on a Friday. Yes, I'd go straight to this. Yeah, I could get that. Whereas, like for a Monday or Tuesday night, it's too good for a Monday or Tuesday gin. You'd have to be a little bit depressed, and if you're drinking this gin when you're depressed, it's probably not a good idea. Probably not. Probably not. Probably better off just, you know, hitting the vodka or something. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't take uh, mental health advice from me. No, you know, <laughs> but that, that so the, the uh, yeah, so the, this is up there, top five gins in my book. I regularly come back to it if I've had a, you know, if I, if I think I deserve a reward, I'll have this. <laughs> Have you done enough for Mellow Puff? Yeah, it's that kind of thing. Have I? Have I? Have I? Please. Um, and I, I do like the story. I like the fact that it's inspired by 1862. You know. I do like that. Finding a random recipe yep. from a book. Um, you know. And I love the fact that it's got all wax dipped. Yes, stopper. like that. that. That works for me. Um, do you know what? It doesn't work for me. I'm being critical. I don't know. Don't like the label. No, label's too busy. Yeah, and I don't quite get it. Yeah, I think that's supposed farm, to be Cambridge, right? No, no, it's the farmhouse from um, from Knock Never. No, it's not because um, Cambridge use Cambridge Distillery uses that image on all of their gins. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'm confused, but I'm pretty sure. I mean, oh, that building doesn't exist in Cambridge. Sure, it does. Does it not? 
<laughs> I guess it's quite old, isn't it? Um, I would have. I thought they'd taken it from the photo. I, look, James, well, I know you're listening. Uh, can you just explain the image for us? Just drop <laughs> us a line at, you know, uh, whatever it was called. Ginandjandals at gmail.com. That's the one. That's the yeah, one. just try to explain it to me. Well, you know, we'll put it on your website. Maybe you have put it on your website. I don't know. Um, anyway, love your gin. Love this gin, by the way. I have tried your other gins. I'm just, just on the Google Maps, Chris. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no way. <laughs> their address, uh, which is on their website, um, it's brand new subdivision. Yeah, this could be historic. What if they're making it in their garage? So it's so new, there's not even a Google um, Street View of it. Oh, hang on. The farmhouse. Ah, okay. Sorry. Now it is on the website. Uh, Nocknavea was given, was the name given to my family's farm in County Cavern Island. Yeah. Ah, okay. Fair enough. I hadn't seen that. Anyway. <laughs> Doesn't excuse the fact that I don't like it. Sorry. No, it's it's too busy. And the, uh, particularly for the 1862, the kind of Irish fretwork, you know, um, just makes me think of an old gin. I guess it's 1862. But um, anyway, it's one of my favourite gins. I just don't like the label. <laughs> don't like the label. You can't grip the, uh, the stem enough if you're trying to bottle someone. Um, but other than that, it's a cracking drink. How about the label? Is it easy peel off? Could I make this into a lovely vase for my wife? Oh, it's not vase material, that glass, that bottle. Isn't it? Oh, you, 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 I mean, it's got very narrow stem. It's just no, no, it's it's too bottly to be a bottle. I mean, to be anything other than a bottle. Yeah. Anyway, getting off the point. Uh, <laughs> if you haven't, you should try it. I would um, concur with your conclusion, Chris. I think... This is a nice gin. Um, we, definitely refreshing. Yeah, that's cucumber, right? Clears, clears no. through things. Thankfully, I can't taste cucumber because I. Oh, I can't I, taste it either. But I, I think it's the, the crispness or the clearness of, or, you know, cleanliness of a cucumber. Cucumbers cleanly? I don't know. Um, I just avoid them. Um, but, you know, you know how we, we, obviously we do this podcast. This is the 30th episode, by the way, 30 gins down. Happy 30th. Uh, um, you know, sometimes you're doing this podcast and actually drinking the gin, you don't get through it, you know? I mean, no, that's not true. We always finish the gin. But sometimes it's more hard work finishing the gin, whereas this is this is just like, I've, I've finished that gin and I really enjoyed it, and I don't have another one. So I, I poured myself another one, and I'm still sitting on it. Well, yeah. And I don't know why. Uh, because you've now got a flavour for it and you don't want to knock it back as quickly? Maybe. Mm. Or I poured such a big measure I need to take it slow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anywho, yeah. That, that is the Cambridge Distillery Knock Never. Uh, Chris loves it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can see why he likes it. Um, with a... Whether I'd buy it or not, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't because I've tasted it. Um, but that's just me. Oh, I'll be buying another bottle. <laughs> yeah, you will be. Yeah, totally. You've got your, um, you've got your staples there. To it's like a, 
a, a blanket. Keep, Do, what, what's bad is I've got a lot of gins in the gin cupboard, like a lot of gins in the gin cupboard, right? Um, to the point where I need another. I, sorry, I need another cupboard, right? <laughs> wow. <clears throat> right. So, yeah, my lovely wife, um, yeah, just kind of, yeah, you need to finish some gins, and she's right, you see. But the trouble is, is that you try lots of gins, and you, some of them you just don't want to go back to. That is true. Or some of them I savour. Like Curiosity well, I sat on for ages because I liked it so much. And I was like, oh, just drink it because there's only a sniff left. Yes. yeah, And I think it's, I think that's kind of the point is sometimes, you know, we are blessed with this podcast that we get to try so many gins, you know, for our listeners, you know, listening pleasure or otherwise. Um, but, you know, if I drank as much gin as I've got in the cupboard, I'd, I'd never managed to get to work. Yeah, that is true. I've, um, I haven't, I've only just tested my Spanish gins, even though I've been back for two weeks mm. because mm. hasn't actually been an opportune time to drink. And, you know, we are now coming into hopefully fingers crossed, better weather. It's going to be a hot summer. apparently. Oh, and in which case I'm, I might get through some of my cupboard. So I'm just, just contemplating on this question. We're probably out of time and we meant to say goodbye. Yeah. I don't think it's citrusy enough. Um, that's just because you've now got limoncello in your brain. I've got I've got twelfth hour kefir. It's nothing like it. I know, but I'm 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 wanting to go try twelfth hour kefir now. Well, mm. I think you could go and do that, but okay, I don't think that, some left. I just don't think the listeners need to hear. <laughs> well, no, you're not going to wait um, wait for me to go get it from my my mighty gin store. Um, right, that was Cambridge Distillery. Knock never. Uh, which. 1862 Dry Gin. That's the important part. Be good to taste some others. Uh, I, we recommend this. This is a, this oh, yeah. is a thumbs up gin. Um, and you could drink it anytime for any special occasion. Yeah. Uh, and on that, Chris, it is time to say Maisha Marifu. Maisha Marifu. Uh, and we will catch you next time. There's a place called a gin mill way down in the slums. There's a place called a gin mill way down in the slums. My baby goes that night and stays till the morning comes.